At Meredith's Health, we believe that patients' needs come first. That's why they are the center of everything we do. It's Your Health Matters with Melanie Cole. Long-term complications of diabetes can develop gradually. The longer you have diabetes and the less controlled your blood sugar, the higher the risk of complications. Eventually, these complications may be disabling or even life-threatening. Here to speak with us today about the long-term complications of diabetes is my guest, Lori Sandberg. She's a registered nurse and certified diabetes educator with Meredith Health. Welcome to the show, Lori. So what are some of these long-term complications of diabetes? What does that even mean? Long-term complications of diabetes really develop related to uncontrolled diabetes. Um, And that is one of the things that we have learned, that by controlling your blood sugar, we can actually prevent most of all of these complications. So I do like to make it clear to people that I talk with that if we control their blood sugar, these long-term complications are not inevitable. They are based on blood sugar control. So. High blood sugar damages blood vessels and nerves, and that's why the complications develop. So if we never allow the blood sugar to get high, we don't, we don't disturb the blood vessels and nerves. So when we think of long-term complications of diabetes, the systems that are affected related to blood vessels are what are called large blood vessel damage. And when large blood vessels are damaged, the complications associated with that are heart attack, stroke, and amputation. And then there are small blood vessels, and the small blood vessel damage can lead to blindness and kidney failure. Uh, And then there is nerve damage, which can affect almost any nerve in the body, and there are many different things that can develop. But the first sign of nerve damage tends to be in the feet and hands with something called neuropathy. So again, high blood sugar damages blood vessels and nerves, and that's what leads to the complications. So if we're talking about the microvascular, the kidney problem, um, that is seen in uncontrolled diabetes. One of the problems, if we would say that, is kidney disease related to diabetes doesn't hurt. You, you cannot tell that your diabetes is damaging your kidneys. You will not get any effects until the kidney disease is severe. And so what we try to do is actually for kidneys, as well as all of the rest of the complications that can arise, is to keep track of them at least yearly to say, how are your kidneys this year? And we do that with a kidney with a test called a urine for microalbuminuria. And it's basically just a, a urine test. Um, that is done in the lab, and it will tell us if your kidneys are starting to be affected by blood sugar. Some other tests that we use to look at the kidney are something called a creatinine, which is a blood test, and another blood test called a glomerular filtration rate. Um, but the main one we look at that will find kidney problems the soonest is going to be the urine for microalbuminuria. So obviously, to prevent it, we want to control blood sugar, uh, but blood pressure also plays a role here, and many people with diabetes also have high blood pressure, so we want to look at that blood pressure, and we want to look at cholesterol control. So for the kidney, we're going to watch your blood sugar, keep that A1C below 7%. Again, that is an individualized goal, so just overall for people, keeping the A1C below 7%. 
helps protect the kidney. Controlling the blood pressure, definitely below 140 over 90, and controlling the cholesterol. So making sure you get that urine microalbumin is key uh, for kidney for, for looking at the kidney and trying to prevent damage. So Lori, when we're talking about things like the foot, and you mentioned that right at the beginning, so we understand now about the kidney, but when you talk about feet and hands, what is it you'd like people to be on the lookout for and what should they be aware of? Well, mainly with the feet and hands, neuropathy develops because of damage to the nerve. And again, it's high blood sugar that can damage the nerve. But when we're looking at the feet, what happens is they tend to lose, you tend to lose something called protective sensation. There are nerves in the feet that tell you, hey, there's something hurting you here. There's a little stone in your shoe or, or you're not standing right on your foot or, um, it tells you what's, how your feet are. Pain is usually what tells us that. And uh, you start losing a little bit of that protective pain sensation, not the severe pain, but the protective pain. And so you might leave the stone in your shoe a little bit longer, or you might not notice um, that, your, that your feet that are close to the fire are actually way hotter than what they feel to you, and could, you could get burned. So you lose sensation to your feet. Uh, there's a little monofilament test that your physician should do. You should have at least an annual foot exam uh, that includes a monofilament to check the sensation in your feet. But when you look at your feet, you just want to look, is, is there anything new? When I looked at it yesterday, um, you know, is there an open area? Is there a big callus? Is there a corn? Is there some rubbing? Is there an open area? And if you have any of those, you should see your physician. Now, some people will go directly to their primary physician. Other people have a podiatrist or a foot doctor who will look at them. But every day you want to look at your feet. Is there a red reddened area? Is there an opening? Um, are my toenails growing thick? Do I have a corn? Um, is a bunion starting to develop? Uh, those are now it might not hurt. You know, sometimes corns hurt, but if you have neuropathy of diabetes, they don't hurt. And often people do not seek treatment until something hurts. And when you have diabetes, you can't do that. When you see something, even if it doesn't hurt. You need to see your practitioner right away, either your now, primary doctor or your foot doctor. So, Lori, before we get on to other ones, do you want people to keep track of these things to write in a journal so that when they do go to their primary care or their podiatrist or their diabetes educator, that they can read off these things and keep track of things like bunions or a wound that isn't healing? Do you want them to journal? How do you want them to keep track? Well, I would say, I don't know that you'd have to journal per se and write it down. Just be aware of what did your foot look like before. Hey, this this is a change. I, I didn't have this red area before. This corn is new. This callus has gotten bigger. Um, so so let I would let my doctor journal it. Um, when you see something different, you go in, and and then your physician will work with you as to what specifically what the change might be needed um, to, to be seen more frequent basis. And if you have one of these problems, typically your doctor, if it's severe, he'll say, come back in four weeks or come back in six weeks or they'll keep an eye on it. When you have lost sensation to your feet, often um, if it's severe, your, your podiatrist will, will ask you to come in every three months perhaps. If it's not quite as severe, your podiatrist might say every six months. If you're not having any problems with your feet, your podiatrist will say yearly. Um, so I would let the podiatrist work with you on that as to what's the best return rate. Uh, but anytime you see anything, 
different on your feet. It needs to be looked at by someone. And what about the skin? What should we be looking for there? Well, the skin, they find that people with diabetes, their skin tends to be thinner. Um, so it's more more likely to break down. So we want to keep track of, um, we want to take good care of our skin. So we don't want it to get too dry and we don't want it to get too moist. So uh, often where the dry skin happens is on the feet, at the heels, at the ball of the foot, sometimes elbows. Um, and so you want to put lotion on those areas. You want to keep them soft. You want to prevent them from cracking. Um, you want to wear sunscreen. You want to prevent sunburns. Um, you want to avoid scratching an, an insect bite or um, anything that would cause an open area to the skin. And if you have an open area to the skin, again, that is something that you would follow up with your with your primary doctor for. So take good care of your skin. Keep it hydrated. Uh, apply lotion. Avoid sunburns. Um, avoid scratching. Um, avoid anything that's going to open up that skin because it is more uh, friable. It is, it is more likely to break down than other people. Um, a shoe that rubs, you know, you're, you're going to get a blister more quickly than someone who doesn't have diabetes. So you just want to kind of keep track of, of what's going on with your skin. Such important points all. And one thing people hear about in the media and from diabetes educators is about eye problems with diabetes. So speak about those before we wrap up. Well, eye problems are another microvascular along with the kidney, the kidney and the eye. And these are the two that for type 2 diabetes that we have proven, it has been proven that uh, by controlling the A1C and keeping it below 7, we can prevent complications in the kidney by 34% and in the eye by 21%. Um, so eye damage, again, you, you don't know that you're getting eye damage. It's not a, if you wait until you've got a problem with your vision, that has progressed rather far. Um, a yearly eye exam is what's needed. It needs to be a dilated eye exam because what they, what we're looking at with the diabetic eye is what are the blood vessels look like in the back of the eye, remembering that high blood sugar affects blood vessels. So a dilated eye exam by a provider who does that can look at those blood vessels to see if they have been damaged in any way. If they have been, there are treatments. There are injections that sometimes are help, can help prevent furthering eye damage. There's laser treatment, which is different than the LASIKs, but a laser treatment that uh, can prevent further uh, complications or the, the eye from becoming further damaged. But again, number one is going to be controlling that blood sugar. Um, so make sure a yearly eye exam uh, with a dilated eye exam, a yearly kidney exam, um, with that urine for microalbumin, a yearly foot exam, and then also um, the heart and the, 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 the possibility for heart attack and stroke and amputation. We want to, again, control blood sugar, but also control cholesterol, your blood cholesterol, and control blood pressure because all three of those things tie in, not just the blood sugar, but also blood pressure and cholesterol lead to the macrovascular of heart disease stroke, and amputation. The microvascular is kidneys and eyes. Again, yearly eye exam, yearly kidney exam, and the foot exam, a yearly foot exam, but a daily foot exam by the person with diabetes. And again, preventing all of it by keeping the A1C below 7. Thank you so much, Lori. It's really great information and so well said. You're listening to Your Health Matters with Meritus Health. For more information, please visit MeritusHealth.com. That's MeritusHealth.com. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.